on my front door swing. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Football is underway. Week one is in the books almost, at least from Thursday night. But guess what? We got lots more to come here today on Sunday. And we've got our official orthopedic surgeon out of uh, beautiful Burbank, California, Dr. Christopher Lee. How you doing, sir? Fantastic. Thank you for having me on. Hey, back good on. to have you back on, Doc. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been too long. You sound great. So, so you know, especially this time of the year, we definitely like to talk injuries. Um, and especially since you're in Los Angeles, I say we get right into it and you know, this is a big deal with uh, uh, Cooper Cup, who seems to be not only their number one, but they're they're basically their Michael Jordan of the team. It's like a, and na- it's like a nagging game. Nagging uh, hammy. And, and I don't know the, the, the if you can go deep into it, because, I, I mean, you haven't probably treated him, but when you talk hamstrings, I mean, this is something that I don't think – I mean, I, he's had this issue come up before. So yeah. let's talk about the severity because now Sean McVay saying he's not even ruling out an IR visit and four weeks out that could possibly happen. So what's your ten- uh, your opinion on this? Well, in general, hamstring injuries are tough. Number one, five muscles all in one, very powerful group, um, very vital to even just regular daily activities, a living like walking up and down stairs. But the problem is when you have a muscular injury, muscle never heals with muscle. Muscle heals with scar tissue. Now, pro athletes are really lucky. They can get into rehab as soon as they have an injury. So they're getting a lot of manual therapy. They're stretching. They're strengthening. You're getting a lot of modalities which take that scar tissue that's going to form and make it more muscle-like. The problem is muscles, tendons, ligaments, they all have linear fibers. When you have linear fibers, everything's parallel. There's a lot of elasticity. But the problem is with scar tissue, how muscle, tendon, ligament heals. Even after surgeries, most tissue heals with scar tissue. Scar is just like a big ball of collagen, just like a, a ball of rubber bands all mixed together. Mm. If you try to, if you just have one rubber band and you pull on it, it's got a lot of elasticity. You take a ball and just tangle it all up. Now you try to pull on it, you have no laxity. And so the problem with scar tissue is when you have high-powered athletes, or even just like me, a weekend warrior trying to get out there and go for a five-mile run, with no elasticity in that scar tissue, you keep re-tearing it. And then when you re-tear the scar tissue, what happens? You heal it, but you heal it with more scar tissue. And before you know it, one or two years later, you got a just giant scar ball. And unfortunately, once you force scar, it's kind of reversible. Now, there are newer modalities of treatment. We're doing a lot of regenerative medicine, PRP injections, stem cell injections, along with all the advances in physical therapy to try to make that scar more muscle-like. That's where you always hear you know, nagging hamstring injury because a lot of times we send our athletes or even ourselves, we go back to sports before we're actually healed and we re-injure. And it's just scar. Scar is just the bane of our existence. Mm. A lot of people equate pain going away as they're getting better. But the problem is pain is just a symptom. Just because your pain went away didn't mean you healed or didn't mean you completed rehab. Mm -hmm. I see patients all the time that have really, really well done surgeries. And I ask, how much physical therapy did you do? Let's say an ACL surgery. I just saw a patient this past week. He's two years out from an ACL, still not doing well. I looked at his MRI that he got after his surgery. The, the surgery was done perfectly. I'm like, how much PT did you do? I did six months. I was like, okay. Well, Adrian Peterson came back at six months, and that was revolutionary for us. Unfortunately, we're not pro athletes. We're not Adrian Peterson. You can't, 
you can't figure a weekend warrior is going to come back at six months. Mm -hmm. Research shows that it takes minimum nine to 12 months, sometimes up to 15 months to regain pre-injury level of strength or even symmetry to the non-injured side. So not, we can't just be like, okay, the athlete's pain's gone. Let's get him back out there. You know, we have to use more functional testing. We have to use data to determine when it, when an athlete's ready to return to play. Interesting. Talking yeah, I mean, this is a major effect on the Rams. Talking to Doctor, talking to Doctor Christopher Lee out of uh, Burbank. You want to throw those websites out? He's got so many. Well, StetsonLee.com's the the website for the practice, and uh, yeah, I mean, for all of our listeners around the country, uh, Doctor Lee, you've been doing this now for how long now? Since you've been from here, since uh, you're in New England, fourteenth year of practice now. Oh, and the San Diego. Time flies, man. Now you're a dad. Before you know, it, you'll be a grandfather. Oh gosh. <laughs> Oh, no, hopefully not too soon. I'm just kidding. Hey, were you, you were with the San Diego Padres who were part of them uh, when they had that old uh, yellow and brown uh, banana outfit that Steve Garvey likes to joke about? Yeah, back in the day when I was in training, I trained with the doctors. That, I trained with the team doctors of the, the Padres. The, mm. We had the one group. I remember the one good year Heath Irwin was our um, – uh, was our closer. We almost had almost made the playoffs the year I was there. <laughs> I think it was 2010. Just, yeah. Just couldn't quite make it. Hey, uh, Doc, moving along here, there's a couple things I want to talk about. We're going to talk about uh, Travis Kelsey uh, as well. Um, sure. And, but I want to ask you a question that just came out. I saw an interview with Sean McVay, of course, uh, for all of our non-NFL uh, fans, coach of the Los Angeles Rams, and he talked about Odell Beckham. And before they signed Odell that year for the, you know, to when they won the Super Bowl, they looked at his, let's say, medical results, if you will, and noticed that, and this was like in quotes by Sean McVay when he went back to Odell, he basically said he doesn't even have an ACL anymore. And I was like kind of shocked. I didn't even know what that meant because like Odell was like, well, I, I don't have any pain. I feel fine. So what does that mean? Does that even make sense to you? You know, I, I tell a lot in general um, – you know, I, I didn't look at Odell's MRI or anything like that. But yeah. In general, biology. Okay, so we can do a perfect surgery, but when we're doing something like an ACL reconstruction, we're taking a tendon. Usually, like we usually for an NFL or a football player, we usually do what's called a bone patellar tendon bone autograph. We take the middle third of the patellar tendon, which is kind of the tendon right below your kneecap. New. More recently, we started doing quad tendon ACLs, which is just basically a piece of tissue from the front of the knee. But we take a tendon, we put it in a knee. But that tendon's got to turn into a ligament. That's a different type of collagen. And again, we can do a perfect surgery. And Odell's had two of the best orthopedic surgeons in the world, two people that I look up to do both of his ACLs. So he had one surgeon who was phenomenal to do his first one. He had another phenomenal surgeon do his second one. But the problem is we can do a perfect surgery. It's question, like it's up to the patient to heal it. And that happens like 95 98% of the time. But there's a small chance that the graft doesn't incorporate. Yeah, and that's kind of out of our control. And there are factors that can help healing. Like stem cell regenerative medicine is like the new rage, but a lot of research shows that that may not be the way to go to get ACLs to heal better. But now we're doing augments. We have collagen scaffolds that we're implanting. Everybody, there's so much research. We we know how to do an ACL surgery now. The technique is down pat. It's a surgery that's been done for 20 or 30 years. Probably in the last 10 years, there's been a little jump where we've improved the technique. But now all the research is into how can we ensure that the graft actually heals, that the patient heals it. Uh, there are factors, surgical technique, you know, 
patient health, stuff like that. Um, but you know, sometimes it's just out of our control. Yeah. You do a perfect surgery and if the body just doesn't heal it. You know, you gotta, you gotta go back in and do it again. I know, will, it's just nature. It's crazy. I mean, look at he, they won the Super Bowl. He made an spectacular catch in it. He unfortunately got hurt. Um, yeah. and, uh, now he's a Raven. So we'll see what happens. But you know, yeah, yes, we'll this see. past week showcased, unfortunately, or fortunately for the lions, not only did it showcase some great football, but it just showed you that when you miss your star talent, that it certainly has an effect on the entire uh, team. And with Travis Kelsey out, and they called it, what, a hyperextension of his knee. Now, right. you haven't seen it, you haven't looked at him, but from a general perspective or opinion, first of all, what is that and what are we looking at here? When you have any sort of like hyperextension or hyperflexion of the knee, and thankfully, like if you don't tear anything, then it's usually a stretch injury. And the structure that gets stretched is either a ligament or the structure called a capsule. The capsule is kind of the, the walls of the joint. It's, think of a shrink wrap around a gift basket. That's a capsule. It's a very tight structure. So if you kind of put that shrink wrap and you kind of give it a little tug, yeah. sometimes you get a little tear in the shrink wrap. Now, everything's still inside the basket. Everything's okay, sitting all pretty. But that little tear kind of needs to heal. Um, the other thing you often will get is you can get a bone bruise mm. and bone bruises are tough. What happens if you have any sort of extreme, you know, shocking injury to a joint, the two bones, like in a knee, a femur will hit the tibia and the bone actually gets bruised with well, a bone bruise is basically the bone bent, but it didn't break. There's two parts of a bone. You got the hard outer shell Think of like taking a drumstick and snapping it in half. You got the hard outer shell. We call that cortical bone. You got the grainy bone marrow on the inside. What mm. a bone bruise is, is bone bruise is basically that hard outer shell kind of got impacted and bent inward and kind of crushed the bone marrow. Now mm. bone marrow heals, but it takes about somewhere between six to twelve weeks for that bone marrow to heal. But a bone bruise can be as painful as actually a true fracture where you crack the bone. Mm. They're really, really painful. I think you had that, You're, Adam. No, 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 no. A bone bruise, yeah. yeah like probably. when you sprain your ankle, if you get a bone bruise, you yeah. can't walk on it for like three to six weeks. Right. Um, no matter what, they're really, really painful. So most hyperextension injuries come with a bone bruise. And as a bone bruise, that kind of holds people back is you really can't walk on it. And if you can't walk on it, there's no way you can pivot. Um, I think something that's going to help a lot is kind of the movement of pro sports. And hopefully they'll trickle down to our high school level, our youth sports, where they're going to eliminate turf and go back to grass. Or I think the message is starting to get across that with our youth athletes, we're kind of begging them to play with turf shoes instead of cleats on turf just because athletes are getting so big and strong. I mean, my, my high school players are massive now, and they're so fast. When they pivot, if they have cleats on turf, that foot doesn't give. Yeah. And then what takes the shock is the joint. And you get these hyperextension ears or these bone bruises all the time now, whereas hmm. – you know, you know, when when I was in high school, four years of high school, I don't remember ever hearing of one of our athletes tearing their ACL because I grew up in New England where we played on muddy grass. So it was slippery. You planted your foot. The foot kind of gave out. So your knee never pivoted. It never buckled on you. Right. I don't think one I don't know if I, remember, I don't know if in California you guys played on grass or anything. Like that, but in high school, I didn't hear one knee injury that was major. I don't remember ever seeing one of my colleagues on crutches. No, we had grass up until maybe just. The last 10 years, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and like knee injuries were pretty much non-existent. A lot of sprained ankles and whatever. Yeah. But um, 
man, I tell you, I co- I've been covering high school football for my whole career, 14 years. Hmm. I can't tell you, probably like in our team of 35 people, we probably get like three to five ACLs a year. Wow. And it's, and, and these days we really believe it's the cleats on turf. Mm-hmm. We're begging our kids to use turf shoes, but of course they want to perform and they want to be able to cut. They want to pivot, you know, they want to get looked at and get that college scholarship. But if we can really, if we're going to have turf, we can just, I, I think there's just going to be a rule to have turf shoes or let's all go back to grass and, pony up because i think the cost of maintaining a field yeah. has to be lower than the co- the healthcare costs <laughs> of all the aco reconstruction <laughs> that we're doing in the country i gotta say i, I don't know how many uh, stadiums still have grass but i gotta assume like soldier field is still old school enough they probably think they still are grass but you know well, new, new england the patriots used to have this nasty grass field that was almost a competitive advantage for the patriots because they knew how to play on it yeah but they went to turf oh really and now yeah they went to turf but then now i think i remember reading somewhere that one of the stadiums is going to finally go back to grass i can't remember if it was the meadowlands or something like in new york or something but i think there's going to be a trend because you can't be having travis kelsey odell beckham joe burrows tearing their acls you know it's just too much lost have you converted? Have you much. converted to be a giant fan now? <laughs> I wish. I wish, uh, Doctor Lee would. I don't think he heard that. I don't know. Are you still there, bud? I missed it. He asked you if you converted to my New York Giants yet. Oh my God! <laughs> He's a Patriot <laughs> fan. Come on, two Super Bowls from us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, Soldier Soldier. Field is Bermuda grass, and a lot of uh, a lot of it fr- is. Yeah, and that's. Nice. Yeah, yeah, so... Sounds like a good golf game to me. I know. How was your golf game, bud? Uh, you know what, the kid, you, 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 you and I are in the same boat. You got the young kids. Just don't have time to go up for yourself. I mean, <laughs> I got to bring the... My, my son's doing soccer and baseball. He's like a two-sport athlete now. It's like, I don't have four or five hours, but... I love you it. You know what he did is I got a little hitting net for my garage now. So oh, I'm just okay. hitting some balls in the garage trying to keep the swing going. But, yeah, you know, I was never the... good to begin with. I'm, I'm not any better now. Keeps the stress down. How old is he now? I knew you before you got married. Six. Wow. Six years old. Wow, Time's flying. And my daughter My daughter's four, and believe it or not, I, I did your show the morning <laughs> my daughter was born. I remember that. I called that. my wife on the way home <laughs> from being in your studio in and my Hills. wife was like we're going to the hospital i'm like all right i'm there <laughs> let's I'll do it great loving well, it man give, give my best to everyone doc including and, dr, we'll do. dr. stetson and, and of course social media uh, how do we find you on uh, instagram uh, follow me on christopher lee md on instagram sounds good all right doc thanks for all the insight appreciate it hey appreciate you guys go rams there we go more to come and by the way again Dr. Lee and Stetson information on the web. StetsonLee.com. If you want the best of the best, even if you're not in Southern California, you might want to make a trip. If you got surgery, you got pain, you got something going on, and you need someone who knows they, what they're doing. He operated, they all operated on my wife, Marge. Two times. Yep, yep. Two, two different And I've seen injuries. him a bunch of times. And You too, yeah. It is what it is. I've Anyhow. Es- I've escaped that office. More to come live right here from Dallas. And the rain and the bright sunshine. Dragon the rain.